What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd. Joined, as always, by Gillenius Jr. And that's it, because Suze's in parts unknown. He's on vacation. Good for him. He deserves it. Yeah, I wish I could take a vacation. Me too. You know, funny story. I uh, I told my boss that I was planning on taking a week of vacation at the end of this month uh, for my my birthday. Um, and you said you couldn't. Un- no, no. She said it was fine, but unbeknownst to me, I, well, we have like this software that we use to like put in for days off. It's called like UltiPro. And in that software, it said I had negative four hours of vacation time, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I find out I found out because uh, because I technically got hired off of contract in April that my my vacations prorated, so I only had fifty six hours because I didn't start in January. So, so now I owe them four hours of vacation time. So you can't go on vacation? Nope. <laughs> I mean, not like I was I wasn't gonna do anything anyway, but I was just gonna chill. Uh, and now that's not happening. So yeah. Damn. I know. Well, that sucks. I know. You know what? You know what doesn't suck. Oh, oh yeah, actually, you know what? We could either we could either do a segue. I mean, I mean, this was a segue towards uh, us in fantasy football. Yeah. So, all right, you. This is Tuesday night, by the way. So if you're listening to this, um, you probably already saw the Titans and Bills game on Tuesday night football, the rare occasion. Uh, we're recording before the game, so we haven't seen it yet. But as it looks right now, looks like Mason's gonna win this week. Yeah, I'm up by I'm up by thirty points, and uh, Jake Aronson has uh, AJ Brown, who's coming off of a, a chip bone in his knee, I believe. And if this motherfucker drops thirty one points on my ass tonight, I will jump off the Braga Bridge. All right, so we hope that doesn't saying. happen. So I hope that doesn't happen. But Mason, so if you pull out a win, which most likely you were, the three members of the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast would be <laughs> combined three and five, three and four, three and twelve, three and 12? Oh, 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 I have the most points in the league against me, and everybody and their mom seems to go off against my team every fucking week. Hey, man, I just want to say, I feel you, bro. I feel that. That happens to me a lot. But the thing is, like, I had it this week, and I knew I had it, and it's just boneheaded decisions that I made. I started Drew Sample instead of Henry Ruggs, and I started Tom Brady over Herbert. All right, see, listen. So, in your defense, uh, you, you I know you're calling people. You called me about Brady or Herbert. And I think that move, in all honesty, was a toss-up. Um, just because we didn't really know we were going to get Herbert in his first big primetime game. He had no idea if he was going to fill the diaper or if he was going to ball out. He balled out. Kids got stones. Um, but as far as Brady goes – uh, I told you, I told you when you called me, I would have leaned Herbert, but if Evan started, I'd probably start Brady. And yeah, we both would have been fucked if I was in your situation, Glenn, because I probably would have done that as well. So I can defend you on that one. 
Sample over rugs, you got me. You got I don't I I, I can't defend that one. I can't. All right, well, here's the thing. Rugs is all right. Here's the thing. Rugs was coming off injury, and there was like a last minute decision. He was active, and I was like, okay, well, Baltimore's defense is good against cornerbacks. I said, but Drew Sample, you know, could get some targets, maybe even catch the touchdown. I'll take that. Um, but no, no, because Joe Burrow had his worst performance as a starter so far this year, and the Cincinnati Bengals did absolutely nothing against the Ravens' defense. Um, bad. So yeah, Drew Sample was a bad play. And obviously sitting Herbert was a bad play. And then also it doesn't help the two guys that I traded Julio Jones for last week got me less than five points. And yeah. DJ Chark and Jarek McKinnon. But that's more points than Julio would have gotten me. So I have to look at it that way. But yes, nonetheless, I'm one and four. But it could be worse, Mason. It could be worse because the guy who's on vacation right now is oh and five. Yeah, he's on five, and he can't even show his face on the fucking podcast. Can't show his face in my house. Nope. When we watch football together. Nope. Also, I want to talk about him because it's something that I repeatedly said on Sunday. Nope. Because Glenn told me he's like, man, I should have started rugs, and I was like, if you if you remember correct, if you listen to our last podcast, I made a trade with Souza, which was Kenyon Drake and Henry Ruggs for James White and Lev Bell. Okay. Um, so when Glenn said, damn, I should have started rugs over Drew Sample, I thought to myself, oh, that's weird. I didn't know Glenn traded for rugs from Sousa. And I was like, oh, you traded for rugs? And Glenn says, no, I picked him up off the waiver wire. So I texted Sousa and I'm like, why the fuck did you drop Henry rugs? You stupid bitch. And he says, you could have picked him up. That's not the point. So the, the trade that he made with Craig last week for Aaron Jones. Oh, God. Um, so Ruggs was dropped during that trade. He dropped Ruggs and Daniel Jones. And they were going to be throw-ins in that deal. So Craig was going to have them. And uh, Craig was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take them. And then Sue was like, actually, I'm just going to drop them so somebody spends you know, their fab money on them. And that somebody was me. Yeah, but you got him for fucking nine dollars, didn't you? <laughs> I did. $9. I mean, the the thing it's not the principle of the fact that he dropped Henry Ruggs. The fact is, is that he just wanted him. He knew I he knew I reached for him in the draft. I liked him a lot. This motherfucker says, Yeah, I'll take him with Kenya Drake. Here I am thinking I'm giving him an actual piece he's gonna use in his roster. He fucking drops the guy. So that means it was just for optics so we wouldn't get burned by the fuckers in our league who say every trade's a bad deal. I, oh my God, dude. Like, yeah. come on, man. But the thing is too, you could have put $10 on him. I mean, I could have, <laughs> but here's the thing, Glenn. I'm not looking the fucking wa- at the waiver wire on Saturday thinking Henry Ruggs is going to be there. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think of, because like when it said trade completed, it said like those four players for four players. And then when the trade got upheld and accepted, it said, um, you know, fucking Raheem Mostert and Juju to Sousa's team. And then it says Sousa drops Ruggs and Daniel Jones. I was like, wow, you dropped Ruggs? I was like, I'll pick them up. See, I didn't I, – I, I only opened my – I opened it on the – I get my ESPN stuff on my email. So a lot of times it would be easier for me to open up my email and see, like, what a, when a trade goes through. But on that – 
it doesn't tell you if someone gets dropped. Right, right. So I just saw the trade go through, and I didn't see like I didn't think anything of it. And the, and and then, the thing was too, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have found rugs in the waiver wire unless you searched for him because he was question ball leak and projected to get zero points. So I literally had to scroll to claim him. <laughs> what? So anyway, moral of the story: Souza, go fuck yourself. You deserve to be zero five with shit like that. Yeah, he's on. I can't believe he's on five. Fucking Christ, man. That's God, that ticked me off. So instead of having the, I, I could have had, instead of having to start Brandon Ayuk, I could have started Henry Ruggs, but no. Right. God. And right, here, here's here's the thing, Mason. So I'm gonna be one and four, but I feel good about the rest of the season. And here's why: four teams that I lost to are a combined. Um, or right now, yeah, they're a combined thirteen and three. Damn. Who? Wait. Who'd you? you so you played Craig. Yep. Craig, Craig's actually about to be four and one. So you can add a win onto everybody else. So they're, they're going to be like a combined 15 and three or 16 and three. So who, who you played? You played Craig. You played Panacho, right? I beat Panacho. Okay. So that's your one win. Okay. Right. And then I lost to Gomes, Brendan, Craig, and now Fryer. Yeah. I mean, those, no, it gets those are the best teams. Now I got Jake Aronson, Zach Aronson. I got Matt Amaral. JV's team's pretty good, but I got him. And then, uh, yeah, it just sucks starting 0-5. I mean, 1-4 and 4 because uh, there's really no room for error. Yeah, that's the thing. That I'm with you. I know I'm, I don't have a winning record either, but I feel, I feel good about my team going forward because I think my problem is, is that I've had guys on my team performing but I haven't had it come together yet, if you know what I'm saying. Like, everyone on my team has a good week. Right. Like, they, I've had people get good weeks and then subpar weeks from a few other guys. So, it caused me to only put up, like, 90 to 100 points. But I feel like – plus, I have Damian Harris. I have good running back depth now. I feel good. And if I need to make a trade, I feel like I have the proper depth now to go get somebody if I need to make a deal. That's a good point. Um, all right, let's get into it. This is the news not with Sousa. This is the news with douchebags. Yeah, news with douchebags. No jingle because no, we're douchebags. Because we're douchebags. <laughs> right. Um, all right, we'll start with the uh, the biggest news of the weekend. And this sucked. And can I just say for a second, 2020 sucks. Like 2020 might be like the worst year in the history of years. Yeah, I mean, you could you could make an argument. It's definitely up there. I right. Mean, I mean, because like, do you think of worse years? I mean, maybe like the year World War II started. Yeah, but we weren't really involved until like another couple of years. And, and then jobs went up because of the war. Yeah, that made it worth it. World War II, good event. Glenn, 2020. Yeah, I mean. Big big fan of Nazis. No, big no, no. I mean, I mean, for America, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I, I know what you're saying. I'm just kidding. For but... Poland, though. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that place got obliterated. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 2020. 2020 blows. It's, it's blows a, straight up. And to top it all off, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys uh, now appears to be out for the season with a compound fracture in his ankle. And uh, he went under. He underwent surgery on Sunday, and is expected to miss four to six months. So probably the end of his season. I uh, wouldn't put money on that. He comes back, and uh, but at least this year, next year he he should be back. But the biggest problem with that is Mason, and I'm gonna talk about this for just a hot second. Is that this past offseason, he did not get paid. And he goes out here and is having statistically a career year uh, about to shatter records. And you lose him for the rest of the year playing on a franchise tag. If Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and the whole Jones family do not extend Dak Prescott for a long-term deal, they're just they're just shitty human beings. How do you offer a running back a contract, a linebacker a contract, a D lineman a contract, a wide receiver a contract, not pay your quarterback? And here's the thing: the running back was about to hold out. The wide receiver probably would have held out. The lineman probably would have held out. Your quarterback took the franchise tag to bet on himself and play for the contract that he deserved. And you could see like just the emotion from the teammates, from the whole stadium when he went down because Dak Prescott is not only a great football player, he's a great human being and he's a great leader. And he means so much to the Dallas Cowboys and he means a lot to the NFL. And if Jerry Jones can't see that, then that's a big problem. So it sucks to lose Dak um, because obviously, like I said, as good as a football player he is, he's an even better human being. And um, you just got to hope that he can be back stronger next year. As for the Cowboys go, another one bites the dust. And we got Andy Dalton for a reason, right? All you people who said that Andy Dalton, you know, should be the starter over Dak, let's fucking see it because we're about to see it now. Well said, Glenn. I mean, I, I completely agree. Uh, first of all, all the best to Dak. Hope he gets uh, coming back better than ever. Uh, that was really a uh, horrific injury to watch firsthand. Uh, you know, that was one of those things similar, I feel like, to seeing Gordon Hayward or Paul George or something like that. You know what I mean? Where it, it's, it was it was gruesome. Uh, so really scary injury. Hope, hope he comes back uh, as quickly as possible. Um, but I think the sad thing is, Glenn, is that it's the NFL. And the one thing that owners value more than anything is money. And teams are going to – I know it's fucked up. It's fucked up, and I can't believe I even have to say this. But teams are going to hold this against him. And they're going to use it when uh, when they try and negotiate a deal. And it's fucked up to say that because that shouldn't happen because he's, I mean, 
yes, he's coming back from a significant injury, but I think he's shown the player that he is and the talent that he has. Um, but I think, you know, as well as I do, that they don't give a shit, basically. The players in that league get no respect at all. And the thing is, too, it's like after the injury, like we're hearing all the right stuff from the franchise. Like Stephen Jones says, like, you know, he's our guy. That's going to be our guy and, you know, this and that. And it's like, okay, he, he's your guy. Then how come you didn't treat him like he was your guy, you know, until this happened? Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know? So, I mean, like I said, we'll see what happens down the road in this offseason. But, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big as a Dak fan as anybody. And Stephen A even went on a rant on ESPN about how, you know, the Cowboys paid Tony Romo at age 32 you know, based on what he had done up into his career. And if you want to talk, you know, as far as the actual goal of winning a Super Bowl, he had one playoff win. And Dak already did that, you know, in his first three years in the league. And now he just had, and he's, you know, not even close to being 32. And you've seen what he can do. And it's just, I don't I don't get why they, they wouldn't pay him. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But whatever. Um other news. So, yeah, in lesser news, obviously that was the big uh, kind of story of the weekend. Um, but uh, last night in the – or the night before, rather, uh, Sunday night in the game between the Seahawks and the Vikings, uh, Dalvin Cook suffered a groin injury, uh, which is not really too serious. Um, the Vikings hope that he'll be back uh, potentially after their bye. So he – He's going to miss this week, um, and then they have a bye in week uh, seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, so he has a bye in week seven. So, essentially, he'll have to get two weeks off to get himself right, and he should be ready for the game after that. So, not too significant. Do you think in those two weeks that they uh, prohibited him from having sex? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I mean, a groin injury? Yeah, but that would really would that really affect like the stroke game though? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think so because your groin's like your inner leg. Right, but it like what what if she's on top? Then you're just standing there. I mean, you're just you're just laying there. I mean, yeah, but if she's like constantly pushing pressure on your groin area, that can't that can't be fun. That that's got to be painful, and that might be a risk to the season. Maybe it massages it out. Who knows? Maybe. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Dalvin Cook, not too serious of an injury. Um, other Ale- news: Alexander Madison, though, is the guy to have for these next, for, well, at least next week, because you got to see what yeah. happens after the bye. Yeah, that's and, true. Uh, guess who's playing Alexander Madison next week? I'm gonna guess this guy who I'm talking to right now. This guy, and you know what? I pause for a second, okay? Pause, okay. Susan's on five. I'm one and four. There's one person we haven't talked about. Jake Fryer is about to be five <laughs> and oh, and I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And here's why. Okay. Here's why. He's a two-time champion. He's been in contention for a championship for the past at least four or five years. He's already good enough for fantasy football where he doesn't need 
other people helping him out. This year he has a number one pick. Who's the number one pick, Mason? Christian McCaffrey. What happened to Christian McCaffrey? He got hurt. He got hurt. Goes on IR. Right? This motherfucker doesn't even have a week without Christian McCaffrey hurt. He trades him and flips him for Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette. Right? Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, you can't really miss McCaffrey that much when you have Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of him suffering without Christian McCaffrey for the next four to five, six weeks, he doesn't miss a beat with Derrick Henry. And uh, he continues to win. And then I also mentioned Leonard Fournette was in that trade too, right? Yeah. So what does he do with Leonard Fournette, Mason? He traded him. He traded him. more stuff. But here's the thing. It wasn't that he just traded him. It's that he fucking pounced like a cougar onto a weak, weak 0-4 team of Zach Aronson. And he got Nick Chubb. Who's hurt? So now Jake sitting pretty undefeated can just wait out Nick Chubb to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And guess what? Guess what? Dalvin Cook goes down. Jake has Alexander Madison. Right? Yeah. Pretty pretty good. You know, wow, wow. What a what a diamond in the rough he just found. You know, Alexander Madison holding on to him whole year. And Jake's one weak spot in his lineup is the tight end position. What was he doing today? What was he doing today? He traded for Zach Ertz. Traded for Zach Ertz. Now, say what you want. Zach Ertz hasn't been that good this year. But you know what Zach Ertz can do. I don't think he'll be as bad as he has been the whole year. Although I hope he does because now Jake has him. But, like, this is the stuff that I'm talking about. He's the devil. And he can't (laughs) keep getting away with it. Uh, Everything, everything that happens just works out for him. Glenn, listen, after the year that I traded him Kamara as a throw-in and he ended up being the rookie phenom of the past decade, I learned to accept it. You just got to deal with it. It's unbelievable. You just got to know what's coming. You just got to roll with it. It's unbelievable. And I faced him. Jake Fryer things again. And I faced him this week, right? And, you know, we're texting back and forth through our matchup, this and that. And now with, with the way everything happened with COVID, we obviously have the COVID replacement players, which means, say, if you had someone playing on Tuesday night, but if, say, if a test come back positive for that player and the game gets canceled, you could replace them with somebody on your bench. So Jake obviously has Derrick Henry tonight. You're going to replace him with J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins got seven points. I was up by six going into tonight's game. So Jake was like, oh, I kind of hope the game gets canceled, you know, so I just went, you know, not to rely on Derrick Henry. So I was like, suck me. So he texted me this morning because the game's still on. He goes, oh, you have a chance. And I said, what? He said, the game's still on. He's like, I I don't have to defer to Dobbins. I was like, you motherfucker. I said, Derrick Henry rolls out of bed getting six points. The guy acts like he needs, you know, 10 touchdowns from Derrick Henry. I have a chance. Miss me with that. So I said, you know what? I said, that's fine. Whatever. I got Jake Aronson next week. I'm already looking into the future. 
and uh, he, does, he has Dalvin Cook. Now Dalvin Cook's hurt. Yeah. Right? So I was like, oh, you know, I said, good news for us. I said, Dalvin Cook's hurt, which means you have Madison, and uh, I don't have to face Dalvin Cook. I got to <laughs> fucking face Alexander Madison now because he traded it to him. Damn, I forgot that this all started with Alexander Madison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Look, you're preaching to the choir, dude. Everything Jake touches turns to gold. Like, I don't know how he does it. And, I don't, I and don't he know. he finds a way to make my life miserable, my fantasy life miserable in the process. <laughs> God. Trades for Derrick Henry, my favorite player. I can't even root for him now. Yeah. Trade hey, Madison to the guy I'm about to face next week. I do want to say, though, if there was ever a night for Derrick Henry to get only six points, it would be tonight. Buffalo's defense is capable, I think, of potentially locking him up. So Derrick Henry has had, like, two and a half weeks to uh, to rest. So I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe it'll be a little rusty. Listen, game hasn't happened yet. If somehow Derrick so Henry – Start in five minutes, actually. If somehow Derrick Henry doesn't get six points, I don't know what I'll do. I, don't, I really don't know what I'll do. And I might you really got to wear your Derrick Henry jersey. I might drive to Connecticut just to knock on Jake's door and tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I had to get that off my jersey. It's just like, 2020 sucks, man. I can't stand it. Oh, and the, and the worst case scenario is this, and I've, I've said this before, is if Jake Fryer meets Craig Heiler in the championship. Because then I will I'd probably kill myself. Because I do not want Jake to get another championship. And I do not want Craig to win his first two years in our league. It's okay, though, because I think if if Craig comes uh, within 10 points of losing one more time, he'll probably have an aneurysm and die. So we won't have to worry about him winning the, the championship. Yeah. Let's just hope he dies. <laughs> All right. Jesus. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um any other news? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lev Bell's on the trading block, and Ooh. we were talking about this before the podcast. I swear to Christ almighty, if he gets traded to the Cardinals, I, once again, will jump off of Braga Bridge. So, just putting that out there. So, if he gets traded to the Cardinals, do you think he'll be better than Kenyon Drake? Uh, yes, but I still don't like that because then I got to worry about Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds still. So I'd rather not deal with that. I understand. But uh, so that's it for that. No one knows really where he's going. No one really knows what the asking price is. Just got reported today that he's on the block. Uh, and I then get probably like a first round pick for him. Yeah, I heard. Or actually, yeah, I think the last report I had, I had read said potentially end of first round or like a decent player back in return. So we'll see. We will see. And then lastly, uh, so Michael Thomas basically is a dumbass. Uh, so he was supposed to play last night uh, coming back from injury that he suffered in week one, right? So um, he was all good to go, cleared to play Monday night, and then he decided to punch a teammate in the face. And then he got suspended for a game like a fucking dumb a dumb shit. So what do you think? Me to Michael Thomas – Sorry. Wait, hold on. I got to... Uh... 
I gotta, I gotta see another source about this. Oh. Yo. What's up? Hey, did you need Michael Thomas this week? <laughs> did I need Michael Thomas this week? Yeah. Am I on the podcast again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> So oh Pran- my God! Pranto needed Michael Thomas this week, and uh, the fact that they didn't announce that he was suspended until after the one o'clock games, where you know he could have started someone like a Chase Edmonds or anybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah, he that kind of that kind of sucks. He got bored. Oh wait, he's calling me back. <laughs> Hello. Hey, you know what today uh, marks? What? Seven years ago, when you declined to go to the best Red Sox game that ever happened, me and Mason went, and we uh-huh. took the at the Grand Slam. Go fuck yourself. Thanks. <laughs> Damn, he's so mad. Yeah. Yeah, seven years ago. Big poppy. Shout out. Oh, dude. That was one of the best nights of my life. I'm not even kidding. That shit was insane. Me and Panacho were, there was some dude on the side of us, and we didn't even know. And when he hit that home run, he started hugging me and Panacho. I think he was homeless. I think he, like, saved up all his money to go to that game. I, I remember I had never been so frustrated, like, watching a playoff because, like, we were just getting dominated by fucking – it was Scherzer, right? I think it was Scherzer, yeah, because it was game two. Right, yeah, it was Scherzer. We were getting dominated by Scherzer. I was like, these guys about to go down 0-2. Then they got to go back to Detroit, face Verlander. And I remember, like, Chelsea was at my house and we were watching the game. And she's like, you're right. I said, no. <laughs> well, I'm going to leave. And I was like, fucking see you. And so, then, so she left. And it was like the eighth inning, top of the eighth. And then obviously the bottom of the eighth happened. You know, bases get loaded. Big Poppy comes up. And I'm like, nah, this, I mean, <laughs> what, a, what a story, right? I mean, the guy's so clutch, you know. Fuck, yeah, yeah. Pitch, crack over the right field wall. Dude, what's, what's crazy, too, is when he came up to bat, right, Panacho looks at me and goes, dude, imagine if he hit a grand slam right now. I was like, bro, that'd be insane, but there's no way it's happened. And then that first pitch, it was just coming. We were like, no way, dude. And then it obviously, yeah, yeah. that was awesome, though. Imagine if Tori Hunter would have caught that. Dude, he, he legit, <laughs> like a lot of people don't acknowledge that he legit had a good shot at that ball, bro. He did. Like, he, he could have caught that. That much. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's like, a very good outfielder, too, like, defensively. He definitely could have caught that ball. They got lucky. Yeah, they did. But, yeah. So, uh, anyway. This uh, isn't a baseball podcast. But... No, it's not. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. All right. That was the news with douchebags. Nice. Uh, and, and not Sousa. Yeah, not Sousa. So, we have um, no intro. No outro. No. I guess. Fun. I guess we get – even though that uh, week five isn't over yet. We still recap it a bit, and why don't we start with our Stellar Stars of the Week, brought to you by Reddit Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. Mason, would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, I can go first, bro. Okay. So, uh, so me and Glenn were talking about this before the podcast. It was kind of a weird week. It wasn't like a singular person that like really popped off uh, like we've been blessed with over the past few weeks. Um. So well, not yet. We still have tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, but as far as this week goes, um, my solo star of the week is DeAndre Hopkins, who really wasn't doing much for the majority of that game against the Jets. Which is funny because you look at the box score, and you look at DeAndre Hopkins' 
like line and you're like, oh, he had a pretty good day. But you only realize that he had a pretty good day because he caught almost all of his passes on one drive. It was just, it was just two bombs. Yeah. Back-to-back so, bombs. That just goes to show you this. The reason why Hopkins is my stellar star isn't because he scored the most points out of wide receivers. It's because once again, he shows you why he's probably the best wide receiver in the league. Uh, when he just salvages, he more than salvages his week off of like Two a drive and a half, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a good pick. Uh, my stellar star of the week is the man that I should have started this week uh, against Mr. Fryer. And that is Justin Herbert. Herbert. Herbert, the rookie, uh, faced the New Orleans Saints on Monday night. And he threw for 264 yards. But my guy had the four for four in TDs. Four. Damn. Two pairs of big, large, ginormous, humongous <laughs> TDs. Um, yeah. Totaling at a total of 27. <laughs> totaling at a total of nice. 27.36 fantasy points. I'm just going to say this. I'm starting the Justin Herbert fan club right now, dude. Yeah, you want him? I'll trade him to you. No, that's not what I'm saying, oh, okay. Dick. I'm saying... Like you're Derrick Henry, right? Leader of the Derrick Henry fan club. I'm president of both the Peyton Barber and the Justin Herbert fan club. Well, I mean, you can get rid of one of those fan clubs because the, really the first one is just population you. What's and mom? probably his mom. What's up, Mama Barber? <laughs> Mama Barber. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. I like them, and I like the Chargers, and I like those uniforms they had on with the yellow pants. Those are nice uniforms. I won't hear any other. Uh, I don't like the yellow pants. I love the yellow pants. But I do like Justin Herbert. He's good. He's good. He's my stellar star. And that was Stellar Stars of the Week. Can you please stop purring into the microphone? Thank you. <laughs> that was Stellar Stars of the Week, brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man, woman, or cat started. Got it. Got it. All right. So uh, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, as voted on by me. Uh, Prestigious vote. Turn this one down, headphone users. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Fuck! (laughs) That was... Of the week. I know it was. Is that I, home? Uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> I think he's doing homework. He probably, I'd probably just get the shit at him. <laughs> anyway, uh, fuck of the week brought to you by BB and J Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well use Lube, folks. Uh, let me tell you, uh, this guy had a bad week, real bad, real, real, real bad. bad. Especially for where you drafted this guy. It's kind of been a little bit of a bust. He hasn't been great. Or what we've come to expect from this guy. Right. This guy is Zach Ertz. He had one reception for six yards. That's it. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And think of th- what's even crazier about this is that all of their starting wide receivers are hurt. 
So they have guys who I've never heard of playing wide receiver, and Zach Ertz is not benefiting from that. Tell me in what world that makes sense. Well, Mason, it really doesn't make sense. But you know why it kind of makes sense? Why? Because he's not on Jake Fryer's team, or at least he wasn't on Jake Fryer's team yet. Oh, you're right. So, Fuck. Like, those who are at home be like, now. wait, wait, you talked about that Madison Zacherts trade? Why Why on earth would, would, would Jake Fryer trade for fuck of the week? Well, here's the thing. He's Jake Fryer. That's why. Right. And as soon as – it's like – Again, this isn't a baseball podcast, but it's like whenever a pitcher went to the Houston Astros, they'd suddenly become nasty. When somebody magically goes to Jake Fryer's team through a trade or, you know, waiver wire ad or free agency pickup, they become nasty. They're drinking uh, Jake's secret stuff like uh, in Space Jam. Right. Except it's Mike's secret stuff. I know, but it's Jake's in this situation. Yeah, but in the movie, it's Mike. I, I know. Right. Next segment. Uh, that was Fuck of the Week, brought to you by PB&J Lube. You're going to get fucked. You might, as well, might as well use a lube. Is it time for... Uh, the... Yep. The... On a Tuesday. How the fuck do you get there on, on desktop, bro? Well, you got to hit the NFL tab on the ESPN. Okay. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. And the thing is, Mason, week five is still going on, so we got to scroll over to week six. Oh, true. True, true, true. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning right now that there's no Thursday night game. Was it yeah. supposed to be Bills and Kansas City? Chiefs, yeah. Oh, so they moved to Monday. So there's two Monday games. Okay. Um. So we'll start on Sunday. With the 0-5, Mason, the 0-5, Dan Quinless, Atlanta Falcons. Dude, I told I told you this should have happened three weeks ago. I know. I don't even know how he made it to week five. But he's gone, and now I don't have to talk about him, talk about him anymore. I don't have to see his dumb face on the sideline anymore. So... Uh, as far as this game goes, I feel, I feel like this game is more of a toss up than the percentages indicate here. People are really favoring the Vikings. Yeah, they are. I think Falcons win this week, actually. Uh, give me a little re-energized after your coach getting fired. The Vikings stink. They're not that good. Um, they're not, but I'm going to pick the Vikings. (laughs) Because okay. they got Alexander Madison, who was facing me. Oh my, yes, damn, that's a that sounds like something I'd say. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I feel like week. I feel like we're the opposites. Like, so guys that you have don't necessarily do anything, but guys who go against me do everything. That makes. Wait, sense? What do you mean? Like, you know, we always joke, oh, if you have this guy in another league, don't draft him. He's on yes, the yes. Because, you know, they end up sucking. But if a guy is going against me in fantasy, you want to start him because they end up going off. Yeah, that's also the same for me. Is it? Yeah. Oh, your luck sucks. <laughs> I know. Don't, tell me something I don't know, Dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn. <laughs> the four and one. 
Wow, you think I won the toilet three times and my luck doesn't suck? Jeez, man. Come on. Come on now. The 4-1 Big Dick Nick-led Chicago Bears travel to Carolina to face the 3-2 Panthers. Uh, Panthers kind of a surprise so far, I feel. Yeah, is McCaffrey coming back this week? Uh, no, I don't think he'll be. I thought it was a few more a, a few more weeks until he came back. It might be next week because wasn't wasn't the timeline for his injury six weeks? Um, it was four to six weeks. He just I think he's eligible to come off IR now. Oh yeah, he's probably el- he's probably eligible now because IR is only three weeks this year. Mm. So yeah, that makes sense. So who are we picking? I'm gonna take the Bears because I think their their defense is pretty good, and I think they'll be able to stop Carolina. I'm gonna take the Panthers because uh, Teddy Bridgewater is slowly but surely becoming Teddy Sparkling Water. Yes, dude, bringing it back. I love that. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals one three and one traveled to Indianapolis to face the Colts. I'm gonna give it to Indy here. Uh, their D, I know their offense looks like doo doo. Specifically, Philip Rivers looks like he has a spaghetti noodle for an arm, but uh, their run game's been good, and uh, their defense is pretty good. So I'm giving it to them. Uh, me too. I picked the Colts. Mason, Clint, this next game, the four and one. <laughs> I repeat. <clears throat> The four and one Cleveland Browns travel to Pittsburgh to face the four and old Pittsburgh Steelers. Are we are we gonna do it again, Glenn? Are we gonna fall for Cleveland, dude? I, this is the best record they've ever had. <laughs> well, yeah, since '94, I think. Yeah, pretty much. For the record, that's the year I was born. Right. So <laughs> that's the last time they had a winning record. I wasn't how old. You are. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, you know what? Fuck it, man. Give me the Browns. I'm going to – they're – you know what? I'm taking the Steelers. I just don't believe in the Browns yet. I'm sorry. Baker, even though they've been playing well, Baker Mayfield still looked like crap last week. Right. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's still – it doesn't – they don't feel like a 4-1 team. You know what I mean? I feel like they've lucked their ways into some wins. Right. Um, now, this next game, will it ever finally happen? The Denver Broncos so. facing the New England Patriots. Give me the Pats. The Broncos stink. I'll take the Pats, but I think Drew Locke's going to be back. Uh, the Broncos still stink, though. So, yeah, true. With or without him. All right. Um, the Detroit Lions, coming off a of bye week, are heading to Jacksonville to face Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars. Um, I'm going to take the Jaguars because I don't think the Lions are good. And the Jaguars have at least been playing teams close for the most part, I feel, you know. Right. Um, I'm taking the Lions. I think AP is going to have a big day. No, I just feel like the Lions could also Lions it up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um. The Houston Texans finally got a win after they fired Bill O'Brien. Coincidence? I think not. Not. Um, as they travel to Tennessee to face the Titans, who could either be three and one or four and zero oh after tonight. 
Oh man. See that this is this is kind of tough. Give me the Titans. Um, Tighten up. Yeah, I think I'll take the Titans as well. I still don't believe in the Texans, even though they, they finally stopped the bleeding a little bit. But they beat who? Washington? Uh, it was Washington, right? No, they beat the Jaguars last week. Was it the Jaguars? Yeah, it was. Washington faced the Rams. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, still, I don't believe in them. So, yeah. I've taken the Titans. All right. Speaking of Washington, they're one and four. Alex Smith played football last week, which is insane. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Because Shout out to Alex Smith. That, right, because of all the shit that he went through. Yeah, so that's crazy. Good to see him on the field. It just so happens that, you know, he's going against a D-line and probably the best defensive player in the world right now. Uh, so that wasn't a fair matchup for him. As yeah, I'd say not. They got, I think they got a total of seven or eight sacks against the football team. Yeah. So Craig, Craig was uh, talking about this on Sunday. It's pretty fucked up that they were like, yeah, Alex Smith, we know you just had almost a fucking – we almost had to amputate your leg, bro. But how about you get out there and get absolutely walloped by Aaron Donald for fucking – Three quarters. Have fun. Hey, I mean, if he's healthy enough to play, he's healthy enough to play. Because Kyle Allen could have come back in that game. Like, he passed concussion protocol, but they kept Alex Smith in. Right. Hey, we'll see. Um, this week, Alex Smith gets a chance against Daniel Jones and the 0-5 Giants. I'm going to take the, the football team. Yeah? Yeah. The Giants are awful, though. They're bad. They are really bad. Yeah. We saw that first. We saw that firsthand last week when they played Dallas. They are bad. They almost beat them. <laughs> yeah, but they suck. I know, but it was a close game. We had to win on a last second field goal. Yeah, I'd say that's more of an indictment on the Cowboys than the Giants, though. We led up thirty plus points to them. <laughs> Come on, man! All right, give me the football team. Yeah, I'm taking the football team. All right, and the Baltimore Ravens, four and one, travel to Philadelphia to face the Eagles, who are one, three and one. Now, the Ravens, the... go ahead. I was going to say, I'm taking the Eagles. Are you serious? I mean, I mean, I'm taking the Ravens. Fuck. Oops, I did not mean that. No, the Eagles. What I meant to say is the Eagles stink. I got. I was thinking Eagles, but I said who I was taking by accident. Right. And here's the thing about the Ravens: they're four and one. Their only loss being to Kansas City, but Lamar Jackson hasn't played like Lamar Jackson. No. It's kind of pissing me off because I own Lamar Jackson in two leagues. I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, just tell me I'm a dumbass. Uh, you're a dumbass? Thanks. You're welcome. The 0-5 New York Jets travel to Miami. It's hot down there. It is hot down there. Do you think anyone was at practice with a t-shirt and shorts? Um, probably Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that too. Uh, the Dolphins coming off a big win against San Francisco. Where they made Jimmy Garoppolo look like a uh, quarterback of a Pee Wee football team. Yep. Apparently, I'm take- Dolphins. Well, yeah, same. Yeah. Glenn, I think I might have said this on an earlier podcast, but I was joking. And I'm kind of serious now. I think the Jets could legitimately go 0-16. So who wins the game first, the Giants or the Jets? Giants. Wow. I I still think the Giants are a more talented team than uh, Jets. The Jets. The Jets suck. Yeah. Like they are 
God awful, man. Yeah, the only bright spot that's been on the New York Jets is Jamison Crowder. Yeah. Didn't use the ball out. Basically. Uh, 4.30, this is a very good game. Is the Green Bay Packers were undefeated 4-0 coming off a bye. Travel to Tampa Bay. Face the 3-2 Buccaneers. I'm going to take the pack. I oh. think – what? Okay. Go ahead. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to shred that defense personally. I know their D-line is good, but their secondary is Give me Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. Because Brady looked like a fucking idiot last week, not knowing what down it is. He's going to know what every down is this week. Just a brief aside. Every time Brady does something stupid like that, it hurts my soul. Right. I really wish it would stop. Right. But I feel like that he's got, you know, is this is a big game. It's probably one of the biggest games he had besides week one against uh, New Orleans. If they can knock off the pack. Yep. Um, Sunday night football, the Los Angeles Rams, four and one. Travel to San Fran. Why are the same teams playing on Sunday night football? And I'm a Cowboys fan. But like we just saw San Fran play the Eagles like two weeks ago on Sunday night football. Yeah, that game is doo-doo. And then the Seahawks just played last week on Sunday night football, and they played the Patriots a couple weeks before that on Sunday night football. Yep. And then the Rams played week one on Sunday night. Fo- All right. So I'm picking the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams too. I think the, the 49ers just have way too many injuries right now. Yeah, and they look like shit. And Jimmy G look like shit. Yeah, their quarterback play is real bad. Real All right. This, bad. this game is going to be something. Kansas City Chiefs on Monday night travel to Buffalo to face the Bills, who could be 5-0 and or 4-1. and Damn, think about that. The Bills win tonight. They're going to be the best team in the East five weeks in. By two games. Or the AFC, rather, not the East. No. No. Well, the They'll AFC. be the best team in the AFC. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I know. Actually, the Titans, if they win. Oh, right. 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 Um, I'm going to – fuck, this one's hard, man. I think I'm going to lean Bills, though. I really haven't liked how the Chiefs have looked, to be honest. And the Bills' defense is good. so. I think Kansas City is going to bounce back. And uh, they're going to get this one. And then Monday Night Football, the second game of the two, is the Arizona Cardinals travel to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm taking the Cardinals. You know what? I am too. For the first time <laughs> in God, since we've started this podcast, I think I picked against the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't know if I ever rem- I feel like I remember you doing it a lot, saying you were going to do it, and then going, nah, I'm just going to pick the Cowboys. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to pick the Cowboys. No! <laughs> No. I can't go against my team, man. Come Who knows? On. Andy, all right, here's the thing. Arizona Cardinals, overhyped, okay? Kyler Murray, uh, he's good, but he's made Glenn? some bonehead-ass decisions. Hey, Glenn, listen, yeah. man. I don't care how many bonehead-ass decisions Kyler Murray's made. I could put up 40 points on the Cowboys' defense. I'm just saying. Um, so, I'm, I'm I sorry. I don't think you could. Even if Andy Dalton can somewhat keep up with Kyler Murray, which I highly doubt, 
there's no, there's no way. There's no way your defense is going to get a stop against Arizona. I'm sorry. I'm picking the Cowboys. Okay. You, you can die on that hill, my man. I'm going to. I'm going to pick them to win. 23 to 20. I'm going to submit my picks for the pickskin pick them. I got the Cardinals 30 to 20. I think they win by two. and Dallas scores a last-second touchdown to make it look like it was closer than it actually was. Wow. Damn. People forget about the Red Rocket. Oh, no, I never forgot. He sucks. But he could be good in this offense. Um, oh, yeah, those picks good. Pick them. Uh, might as well just turn this on here. This little hot takes brought to you by Der Burgers. Mason, are the burgers good? Uh, Der. Der. All right, Mason. Sizzling hot take. You ready for this? Hit me. Hit me, Johnny. Since we were just talking about this. I'm going to say Andy Dalton finishes with more fantasy points than Kyler Murray. Damn. That's sick. You're sick. No, no, it's not sick. That's hot. Hmm. This is tough, man. Is Julio coming back this week? Who fucking knows? God damn it, bro. Whatever. You know what? I'm going to say this. I think that Matt Ryan's going to pop off against the Vikings. I'm talking four TDs, like 375. He's going off because their secondary blows, and they're going to bounce back after Dan Quinn getting his ass canned. So. Damn. Panacho would like that. Yeah, it would. But it probably won't happen. I predicted it, so. Not going to happen, no. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Sizzling Hot Takes brought to you by Dirt Burgers, Mason. Are the burgers good? Dirt. Dirt. Um, so, to wrap things up, anything you want to add? Anything you want to say to Susan? Uh, hope you have a nice vacation, fucko. I can't believe he's going. See, like, I part of me feels bad, and then he does shit like that, and then I don't. Right. You made your bed, now you got to lie in it, kid. Right. Like, can you imagine taking a vacation after going 0-5? Uh, no. No. <laughs> in fact, I'd work overtime if I was 0-5. I'm 1-4, so I don't have to. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, I'll be, well, I should be. I want to say I will be. I should be. Two and three after tonight. And if I'm not, look for me on the Braga Bridge, baby. You'll see my ghost after I kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of... A lot of, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of death talk in this podcast. I'm at my breaking point. <laughs> talk about you killing yourself. Talk about Craig being dead from an aneurysm. We're talking well, that about was the more. Nazis. That was more of a. That was more of a dig at Craig due to the fact that 
if like he's down by like a one point at any point in time, starts having like heart palpitations. It's like, yeah. dude, relax. <laughs> he's like, bro, I'm up by 90. He just scored a point. And like, yeah, hey, Craig, I'm I'm down by 50, bro. Can you can you not? <laughs> oh man. Jeez. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he whines about the stupidest shit. The best part was last year when he had Christian McCaffrey and he dropped like 40 points and Craig still wanted him to get carries when the Panthers were up like like 30 to 5 or some shit. And there's like two minutes left in the game. He's like, dude, give McCaffrey a ball. It's like, I can't believe McCaffrey only's getting 40. We're like, what? What? That's it's not... You hate, you hate to see people like that. Who's getting guaranteed 60 points a week between McCaffrey and the Patriots defense alone. Right. He's complaining about other shit. Right. Fuck off. Jeez. All right. Anything else? No. No. Who you got next no. week? Uh, that's a good question. I think... I want to say it's Amaral. Oh. I think... Let's find out. Who we got? Full schedule. I got. Oh, I got Chris next week. Ooh, a little bit of Team Starfish. Yeah. Yep, I got uh, Jake Aronson. So now he has Madison. So I'm looking at one and five. <laughs> uh, I believe in you, Glenn. I believe in me too. You know why, Mason? Why? Because it's a new day. Oh, no. Yes, it is. Oh, no. Mason, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.